This is Small Business Stories, presented by the team at Offix. Each episode, we connect you to other entrepreneurs and small business owners. You'll hear tips and tactics from other businesses just like yours so that you can continue to run and grow your operation. Small Business Stories is hosted by me, Caitlin Fitzpatrick. Today on Small Business Stories, we're talking with David Sanchez of Yada Creative and David Sanchez Art. So, hi, uh, I'm with my guest today, David Sanchez. Um, David, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me, Kaylin. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for setting all this up. You're like, yeah. uh, you're doing AV. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm really learning here. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad because I'm like, uh, I did like four years of stage career in high school and there was nothing I could do to help you. I was like, I was like, yeah. like those memories, I pushed them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're deep down somewhere. That's all right. Yeah. We figured it out. We figured it out. But okay, glad to hear you're doing well. Um, I always start out just by asking everybody to kind of introduce themselves and then also to introduce the, their business. So why don't you take it away? Okay. Uh, my name is David Sanchez. I'm a digital multimedia designer for a Studio Yara, now to be a Yara Digital Creative Studio. And involved in the company are myself, my wife, who's also like an admin slash production assistant. Uh, she's worked for companies like, M- well, she's currently with MKTG uh, and also works with Merkle as well. Um, so we, we both have like a lot of experience in advertising, uh, doing going anywhere from print through digital. Um, the beginning of this year is when we decided to start this business. Uh, and to do contract work for more companies that are more small, much more smaller companies, nonprofit companies, companies who would otherwise be overlooked by bigger agencies who probably need more representation. And, and we, we could tell them, Hey, it's okay. We don't have like the mega huge monthly budget. You could still get, you still deserve better creative. And it's, it's sort of been working out. I mean, we, everyone has their COVID story right now. And we're no different, but we managed to hang out. We're actually partnered with two ad tech companies right now, helping them with their social media, with their email, with their WordPress sites. And uh, we're, as we speak, we're working on a third edu contract. So it's been great. Exciting. Yeah, it's been great. That sounds awesome. And how long have you been kind of doing your own thing? So I've been doing my own thing for a long time, but I've also worked for other companies for a long time. This is the first year where I just decided to be more committed to being a contractor. It just got to I it just got to this point where I was guess I was just tired of selling things for people. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to get people into casinos or trying to sell some kind of automotive thing or or doing a lot of uh, e commerce like with beauty. I work with beauty for a bit, hospitality, entertainment and and that that burns you out after a while. Um, I even worked before this, I worked for Robert Half. I was on their global creative team and I was actually, it was actually a dual role where I was with Robert Half and Protivity, which is a, a tech consulting company. And even then, it, the problem with working for such a l- much larger company is that, uh, you definitely get a lot of no's when it comes to new creative development, new product development. Um, cause the work gets spread out more and, and there's less of a, less of a partnership between departments as far as like, like if I'm a digital designer, I won't necessarily get to work with the UX team. I just get handed down stuff from the UX team. Um, Got it. Probably the best partnerships that I had with Robert Half and Protivity was working with their social media marketing teams because they're always like, 
marketing teams are always thirsty. They're always thirsty for right. new creative, new ideas, and A-B testing, trying out new stuff. So I, I have always had great experiences with a marketing team. Um, Robert has same thing. It was like they're usually their marketing team and, and the creative directors. The, like one of the great things about being a digital designer, uh, such multimedia designer, is that it becomes a very collaborative role with many companies that I work with. Uh, usually they might already have a designer on staff. They just can't do other stuff. And we're not the type of people to say, oh, well, then just replace your designer, just get us. We're more so like, uh, we're all about empowerment and saying like, okay, we could definitely work with you and, and we could make your idea do this. It could live here. It could live there. We could do this on your website with this creative. We could do this with your banners. We could do this with your social media. It just kind of helped them evolve it out. Um, to to work, I'm tell me if I'm talking too much here. It's just I, no, I've, you're fine. I've, been, I've been having a lot of great experiences working <laughs> with smaller companies. Uh, uh, recently, with Leap Innovations, they had a an online summit, online convention. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing you could do, and no one could really meet in person. And and it was like this full, just this this, this full launch, this full campaign where we had a we had to create like their microsite. Uh, there were so many newsletters going out per week. The social media content, searching between animation and and static posts, it was like this just full full scale campaign. And within that, uh, I think I think what really helped in that was the planning and the communication part. And and one thing that that came out of it was with the email, the email template. We built it out. We had all the creators set up. But if the marketing team or the copywriters, if they had edits, it became this thing where it's like, well. Why should they have to wait for us to to get them back their creative? So us as in the creative team, instead we had a separate meeting where we talked with the copywriters and we're like, okay, here's some basic HTML, CSS. Here's where you can make these changes and right. and, and boom. So you're also take, able take to kind over. of go in and, and have a little bit of a say in the system so that, I mean, coming from a designer perspective and say like, hey, I've got experience in this, this can help if we work in this collaborative way and also giving them some tips, you know, to, like you said, teaching them HTML and, and being like a collaborative person seems to be very in your nature. Yeah. Con- cons- I love consulting. I love teaching. Uh, I don't know that comes from being a dad or, or, or I don't know where that comes from. I just, there's uh, <laughs> also this, this, this thing that I always have where, where any of these things that I'm already teaching people or talking to them about, they're free to learn anywhere. Uh, I, 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 sometimes I catch my daughter on YouTube watching some crappy videos, but she's also an artist. So I'd be like, no, 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 no. If you're going to be on YouTube for the next three hours, then we're going to run through some tutorials right now. Right. Cause that's the thing that I love doing. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm all about learning that, uh, my own, in my own career path, within my path, if I'm not always learning, then I'm just falling behind cause it's, ever evolving. Yeah. Coding is ever evolving. There's always different frameworks, how to build your own frameworks, uh, the documentation behind something that you you lean on for so long might not be as strong as this new thing that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, different CMSs. Uh, oh, with, with animation. I, I mentioned I also do animation. I work with mm-hmm. After Effects for so many years. Uh, but there's also this other tool that's that's non-Adobe related. It's called Cinema 4D, where you could do 3D in there, but you could also mm-hmm. do a lot of timeline stuff. And for many years, that other program, the Cinema 4D, was super expensive. But this year, it became subscription-based. So it's like, why should I have to depend on Adobe products when I could just get this monthly thing? Yeah. And then with as I animate, I could become much stronger as a 3D render and 
and see the pa- it's ever evolving because now we can yeah. start this whole other ca- conversation <laughs> about animation. And I think that's right. great. It's, it's like right. Well, this kind of leads me to my next question a little bit about, so I know you have a ton of different skills as a designer and I know you do animation, you know, original artwork and and digital design and things like that. But what is the um, full array of what Studio Yada um, or uh, remind me what the new name is? Uh, It's just Yada Yada Creative, Digital Creative Creative. Studio. Okay. uh, Because what's been happening lately, uh, Mm -hmm. so originally there was another art director with us who was developing out the whole story so that we could launch our, our, our our website and do all that mm-hmm. stuff, but um, there was an extreme case of COVID that that happened on their end, and right now it's literally just just me managing our, our current clientele. And one of the, one cool thing that's been happening is that I, I've been able to lean on a lot of my other friends that are that are designers and animators and editors. And there's days where if I get just so much, you know, video work to do, I could I could pass it on. I could hire on other other contractors. So now in my mind, it's become this thing like, man, what if we just had a, had a studio? What if I could just bring them on? They're not work there. They're, they're hurting for work too. Mm-hmm. And I could give them work. And if we, we had a bigger space, uh, uh, we could, we could have, we could offer that. Imagine, imagine being like a small business and, and having a creative studio more accessible to you, you know, less, less, less a red tape, less of a, so there's this thing that happens in, in advertising, and I don't know how to how to exactly put it into words, but there there there's always the big accounts and there's the small accounts. And when you're a small account, you get pushed back a little bit more. For some reason, it takes longer. I'm doing air quotes right now, <laughs> but it'll, it it might take longer for that agency to to get to your work if you're the smaller company because they want the money from the big company. And I think part of our story is that we just want to be more accessible. We want smart companies or nonprofits to know that that are this digital creative that this is accessible to them it's not right. something that's like oh we got to we got to budget <laughs> so much per month mm-hmm. for it right so yada creative is the yeah. the new the new venture so what um i know there's been a lot of changes and things um but like i was saying you've got a lot under your belt and the people you work with and the people you hire to work with you have a lot of experience so what would you say is kind of the range of um services that you provide to other businesses who come to you asking for help uh front end web production uh if if they want a little bit more than that then i can i can always access someone that that that's a full scale full stack developer uh we mainly do animation which is related to social media so gifs animated posts uh static posts um if they actually want to do something more in display like for screen for if uh, well this this also comes from like my experience in casinos but like working with kiosks Mm-hmm. Uh, working with like plasma screen animations, um, 3D animation, as mentioned before, uh, that's something new that that's coming in. So they want it, if they want something more, more rendered a little bit more and going into like, uh, yeah, I guess something more polished. Uh, we have access to that. Um, social media, front end web, email, email right now is a big one. They know your home. These companies know your home. They know you're <laughs> they looking know. at your email. They know they you're know. on your phone. <laughs> so email is huge right now. Dang, I thought uh, it was hiding. You know, 7 a.m., you get bombarded with emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think the what was before the lunch hour, the 12 p.m., is now becoming more of a 3 p.m., 3 or 4 p.m. Oh, okay. People getting a barrage of emails in their phone. But, yeah, email is a big one, working in Salesforce, MailChimp. And it could be um, – 
it could be something going as like maybe a monthly newsletter all the way to something more more intricate, which is like more of a dynamic email that's probably more e-commerce related where you're probably using more um more variable data so to call on uh you know a membership's reward points for, and how they could apply them so or if you have a, some kind of service or reminders sending out reminders to people to come in for their service you know that kind of stuff more more automated kind of things right yeah so how do other businesses and they can be you know small businesses large businesses projects of all different you know types how do they engage with a studio like yours um, to start a project. So recently, we haven't even tried to do any kind of cold calling because we've actually uh, been getting a lot of referrals. Great. We haven't had to do any kind of like promos. Like, like I set up the Instagram and Facebook stuff, but we haven't had to use it because it's been it's just been kind of rolling. And the day the days that I do take a break, you see, I have my son with me in the office. I just kind of want to chill and I'll focus on him because I know when I get work, I'm gonna get like. There's gonna be work. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I, I've I want to say blessed, I, but I'm definitely very thankful for my clients that are just referring us to to other clients, and we're getting to that point now where where my wife is starting to get more involved on the back end of things. Whereas before, she was just kind of managing the books. Her true nature is is that of a production assistant. When she was working with AKTG, she actually got to be on hand with a lot of Nike shoots. A lot of Nike photo shoots. Uh, the uh, the teams that that work on the the Super Bowl halftime show, uh, they cool. they work at NTTG. So she's had a had an opportunity to work and manage those kind of vendors. So I think I think that our next evolution would to be to actually have videographers working with us and do more full scale like like commercials, more TV. TV, I think that's the way I say it because I'm in my 30s, but I, I want to <laughs> say more more commercials that are like like stream focused or uh, social media focused advertising, more upscale. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like things, I mean, in terms of, you know, having clients, um, we've had someone on the podcast before talk about how, you know, I thought it would be such, you know, hard time getting people to come in, but really it's hard to get other people to work with you in terms of hiring other freelancers. Have you noticed that? Is that the same in a more creative field like yours? Like, I feel like there's probably more people who are contract to hire or freelance people who are willing to work on a project part-time. Okay. What is your experience? Uh, we, uh, we do like a lot of part-time work. So like, a lot of video editing and animation stuff. And it's actually been easy for us because uh, I think that just comes from my years in advertising. I have access to certain mm. people. Um, I think the hardest part is because now, as I mentioned, we're sort of changing our brand story because we have to. COVID did that to us uh, and we need to get our website out. I'm actually trying to find another art director to come in and, and work with me because since I'm already... So, so much of my work, once I get through the, the UX part and the wireframe, so much of my work relies on the actual production, producing the thing and building the thing. Um, I would rather have someone else do the, do the front side and, 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 or partner with me to do like a lot of the visual stuff. Uh, it's actually been kind of hard to fill that, that spot up. Uh, does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know where I went with that. But I think because I want to say so much because it's, uh, it, we're, we're changing right now and, and it's been it has been hard to find a more of a full time partner, more full time creative partner. Uh, finding contractors, people who need like some quick five hour work, and I could just you know zip them over some cash real quick through through whatever app is the thing, not to send cash. <laughs> that's that's actually been kind of easy. 
Okay. So it's, yeah, finding those more long-term full-time people who you need to really partner with and, and maybe have like a deeper relationship and understanding of each other to move forward creatively. Yeah. And a lot of it, is, it has to do with, there is a lot of anxiety out there right now. There is a lot of stress and anxiety. Uh, yeah. A lot of people aren't working with it. That, that's, and, and you think we'd be more focused on a lot of like our own projects and stuff, but that's actually not, not happening. I see a lot of my, my friends in the business who, who got so dependent having some kind of any agency to bounce off from, or they either work long term for an agency, or they either have the opportunity to go somewhere else, and that's that the rug has pulled out, been pulled out from under them, and and it actually affected me too. There was a moment there too where um, I got I got hit pretty hard because when COVID hit, I was I think we're about to really hit our stride. I was out in Silicon Valley helping prototype some work for UX teams uh, for Apple. I can say it now because the stuff's already out. <laughs> but I was working with Apple and I was having a great time out there. And two weeks into it, every single contractor got shipped out of Sunnyvale. And I see a lot of my friends, they're kind of still stuck in that rut where they're, they want to say yes to partner. They think it's exciting to just go it alone and, and, and like be part of this small team and just like, like start it up. Um, but in the back of their heads, they're kind of wrestling with this thing where it's like, well, what if it comes back? What if, what if the full time comes back? And, and yeah. they, so they can't commit. It's like this internal struggle. And, and it's interesting because you, you said you have a lot of, in this particular building, you have a lot of psychiatrists that work here. <laughs> I wonder how accessible they are because I know a lot of people that, yeah. you know, mental health is a real thing and it's very real right now. And I hope mm-hmm. everyone's just, just, you know, getting someone that they could really uh, express themselves to. I don't right. want to say just talk to, but. Right. But taking care of their, themselves by, you know, mediation of, you know, somebody who's professional in the brain. So that's, yeah. Um, I know I've been taking advantage of, you know, mental health facilities at this time. <laughs> I think it's super important, but um, definitely to what you're saying, I understand the anxieties around. It's kind of funny because so many people I feel like are saying, well, I don't want to start anything new because what if it shuts down again and I yes. have to stop everything again? But what you're saying is like, what if it starts up again and I get to take something full time? So it's, yeah. those are two different sides. They're the same anxiety, um, but reflected in a different way. Yeah. And so, going back to going back to that and, and that's what you just said. I I got hit pretty hard. I was depressed for a minute because uh, out in California, I was kind of building this little world up for myself for like three years just of hustling, just just really trying to get in there. And, and I finally make it to Sunnyvale and so I got kicked out, got forced out. So I, I, and there's, there's still days where I think about it and, and man, it's a real thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a real thing, but, but you got to keep imagine. moving forward. Yeah. yeah. It seems like you've really taken this in stride. And I mean, I know it's, you know, been different from what you expected what 2020 was going to be. But I mean, this venture and it seems like the new things that you're talking about, the new education um, groups that you're going to be working with, hopefully um, is going to be an exciting um, change for you and hopefully a good move. Yeah, hopefully, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know we talked a little bit before that a lot of the people that you work with have been referrals, which is awesome. Um, but if somebody's listening to this, um, or considering working with any designers, what is the best way to kind of reach out to, um, a studio like yours, a creative studio, um, and say, you know, this is kind of the project I have. What are the next steps? You know, honestly, until we get the, the website, uh, just reach out to me to davidsanchezart.com. Just, just ping me through there. Yeah. Cause, 
when I put everything on the table, managing our current clients and the new clients coming in to also have to set out time to do like our whole brand development and a website. I was, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'll be on the floor crying. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I got, uh, just davidsanchezart.com. Go on there. Yeah. That way you can see some of uh, the range of the work that, that we could provide. And yeah, we'll, we'll help you out as well yeah. as we can. What is something that you would say for every client? What's something you wish that every client would bring to the table when when coming with a creative idea? Uh, you know what? I think any idea could be versioned out. We could make several versions of it and work through it. But I think what we always really need is is the why. Like, why are we doing this? And also, the two we need the time to develop the story for it. I've done a few pieces that I didn't really enjoy because copy, because it would be something like copy. Copy was never properly hashed out. And and I'm like putting this thing together. I'm like, okay, this is not going to perform well. So new clients, when you come in with your idea, let's actually make time for planning stage to see if it's going to work. Let's make time for for actually uh, polishing up the copy before we get too excited about just pushing something out. Right. No, I think that's really great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for anybody listening and considering a creative project, yeah, have that background seems like a super important part of it. Yeah. Um, for small business in general, not just in a creative field or in kind of like a freelance field, but um, what is some general advice you would give from your own experience in starting your own venture um, to somebody wanting to start something that they're passionate about? Oh, don't start it during a pandemic. <laughs> no, 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 Ooh, no. Yeah, good, good no, point. No, no, no. Actually, actually, it's not so bad to start doing a pandemic because uh, the needs, the needs change, needs and the, and the why. She's like, like for instance, I wouldn't have if it were this were last year, I wouldn't have been saying, "Hey, I'm working in edutech." You know, I would have still thought I'm working for like like automotive companies or or something like that. Uh, and it's actually been as as crazy as things have been. Working for education has been so been so fulfilling because. I, I say this a lot, but it's like I'm, I feel like for the first time in a long time, I'm using my powers for good instead of evil. You know, I'm doing it for the children, and I'm doing it for yeah. the kids. Uh, but so one thing I could tell someone is like, I guess the money, having the capita. Uh, we're fortunate. Uh, I actually got a grant through the Melissa Gates Foundation. Great. Uh, and then that's what's been helping me out right now. Um, get to this point where I'm finally getting like some bigger clients that will really do more than just help pay the bills. Uh, it really creates that cushion for you. Mm-hmm. Um, allows you to build. It allows you to build. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if and if not the money, then actually just have a partner. When I first started, uh, also having my my wife with me, who was also experienced in advertising, really helped. But I know like a lot of small businesses out there thrive when you have someone that's like your friend and your partner, but it's also just as focused as you are. Counter to that, I've also seen businesses fail because you're with your friend and your partner and you're just playing <laughs> Xbox all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, have some boundaries with your friend slash partner about uh, what business means and uh, and then you can have your playtime after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. For us, my playtime happens that for that one day when I have when I have downtime because I know the other days I'm just going to get crammed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. So it seems like you've got a pretty good system worked out and it seems like things are going really well for for you guys, at least in terms of, you know, building. It sounds like something something's happening. It sounds really exciting. So I'm excited for you guys and to see what's next. Thank you. It's sort of like an opposite way to work, isn't it? Like an agency <laughs> would probably have like their brand, their story filled out and all that stuff. And then they get mm-hmm. the clients. We came in with clients and we need to build a shell around it already. <laughs> yeah. 
trying to figure out the business part after. But it's, you know, it, like you said, we're adjusting to new times and new situations and, and trying to figure it out as we go. So it seems like you're falling right in, right in step with whatever 2020 is, <laughs> what it's doing. Yeah. I guess that's another thing. Like just kind of go with the flow of things right now. Everything's so, uh, I guess, erratic, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Go with the flow of it. Yeah. That's great. All right. We will leave it with that then. I feel like that's such a good note. Go with the flow. Um, David, it was great to have you on. I'm, you know, happy to have you as a tenant and guest on the podcast. Thank you, Kayla. Um, but, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say before we sign off? I know that we mentioned your, um, your website before. We'll put all of that in the podcast description so that anybody can reach out if they're interested. Uh, I mean, go on davidsanchezart.com. You'll see if, uh, we got a, a full range of uh, web product that we offer, like a range of newsletters, uh, emails, social media, front-end web development, and soon-to-be 3D rendering. We also offer animation. Uh, so hit us if you need just help comping your work, if you need help uh, rendering out your idea, uh, or just a consultation on how to approach new product development or a new product that you're trying to put out. Great. All right. Well, thank you again. Um, It was a pleasure and I'll be seeing you. Thank you, Kayla. Bye. Bye. This has been Small Business Stories. Special thanks to our listeners and to our guest, David, for sharing his story. If you found this show to be valuable, please share with your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe for free so that you never miss an episode. Small Business Stories is brought to you by the team at Offix and produced by Dante32.